Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Praxis Speaks Sisters show. My name is Melanie White Evans, and I am a Praxis Strategy Coach, Certified Speech Language Pathologist, here to help you get over the hurdle of passing the Praxis and beating it at its own game. One way I love to do that is talking about mindset strategies. Transparency moment, y'all. I am very much so into manifestation and transformation from the inside out. A lot of times to go through the motions of studying for this exam and for reaching big goals in life by doing the tasks that might be necessary, such as Pomodoro techniques, and I talk about all the time, setting a consistent study schedule, all of those masculine things that are necessary and helpful, but we don't talk a lot about the more feminine side of things, right? Like stepping into receiving mode. Dreaming big and really working with God to bring your dreams into reality. I have been doing this more intentionally since 2018. And y'all, it is amazing what God can do once you put your intentions out there. Pray for it. Go through those steps, right, to get there. They don't just happen magically. A lot of times they do not happen overnight. But I will say that these things have worked for me. They've worked for a lot of people I know and have coached myself. And now I want to share some of these techniques and strategies to you. So when I am working with my Praxis Coaching client, we take the very first session to work on our visualization, manifestation, setting goals, setting intentions, and making sure that we are aligned with the Praxis goal and aligned with our career goals. So the first question I ask them is their why. If you watch the Pediatric Speech Sister show, I always ask the guest, what is your why? And the same thing goes for my passing the practice coaching clients. I say, what is your why? Why did you join the field? Why do you want to pass the SLP practice? What will that mean for you? A lot of times people say that they really want to help the need. They want to help people who are in need. People say, I want to give people a voice. I've heard people say, I have dreams of being a business person, starting my own practice. So whatever that means for you, those dreams are very real. You might not have those things right now. You might not have that private practice right now. And you're not a certified clinician right now. But there is a version of you that is, that has all of those things. And so now your step is to write it out, make it real for yourself, and bring it into your reality every single day. So one way that I like to do this, especially for my visual learners out there and people who are more visual in general, using visualization strategies. So what exactly are visualization strategies? I'm glad you asked. Visualization strategies are putting things in your mind eye. Y'all might have heard of using your third eye intuition. Maybe sometimes you have deja vu. Maybe you might have vivid dreams. That's a lot of ways that God likes to speak to us is dreams. When you're studying, I hear a lot of people say that they have photographic memory. And so if you are aligned with what I just said, then these are the perfect strategies for you. So Today, I'm going to talk about some visualization habits to bring your goals into fruition. This comes from my mindset strategies for passing the practice exam, 
This is the first edition. I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes. This book includes strategies that I use even to this day as a certified SLP to reach other big goals I have in life. The goal setting does not. So the first thing I recommend is to use Post-it. Post-it notes change things. In our first session, I have my coaching clients write their name, MSCCCSLP on a post-it note. Disclaimer, do not put it out on the internet. <laughs> do not start going around telling people, y'all, I'm a certified SLP. If you say that, say it only to yourself and to the mirror. We're going to have another episode for the more auditory learner. But do not say it to other people, right? But Tell yourself, remind yourself that you are walking into that version of you who is fine and who could practice without a provisional license. You can practice with your own supervision where you don't need a supervisor to be certified, right? So post it. Even if you don't put your name, MSCCCSLP, write your goal on post it notes. Maybe that just means I master my cranial nerve. And just like that, I create my business plan. I am a businesswoman. I am a businessman. I am a certified speech language pathologist. Whatever that means for you and whatever you feel most magnetized to and connected to, write that down on a post-it where you can see it. I like to tape it to my mirror. You can tape it on your laptop. You can put it on your study area, somewhere where you can see it. And that way, when those limiting thoughts start trying to creep in, you can, boom, reference, post it. I also like to use fun colors. I like to use the neon colored ones to make them really pop and to remind me that it's real for me. Meditation is another visualization strategy, y'all. A lot of people are not comfortable with the meditation, like say, Closing your eyes, practicing breathing techniques, that is absolute favorite kind of meditation. But even if that is not for you, exercising is a form of meditation. Yoga, form of meditation, that's exercise. Weight lifting, that's a form of meditation. Stepping outside, grounding yourself, being in nature, wherever it helps you be more present and really just hear the voice of God and get those intuitive downloads to solutions to problems dreams of your future wherever you feel like you're really most present with yourself and can dream and find solutions to problems tap into that more than make a habit of tapping into that more than if you haven't gotten to the stages of studying for the slp process exam yet start start that now <laughs> write out your visualization list and how you want to go about that so my recommendation meditate on your goals consistently in the mornings while you're going out on walk or before you go to bed visualize what you want to accomplish by closing your eyes if you're doing a more traditional form of meditation performing those breathing exercises really breathing out all of that anxiety the doubts and even that depression that build up in your body and in your nervous system breathe those out so that way that positivity can come Y'all promise you these things I agree. Money note. That is another recommendation I have. 
You can write your goal on a bright, small piece of paper. If you wanted to use a post-it note, like the first step, go ahead and do that. Or just on a regular sheet of paper, fold it up. Keep it in your wallet and see your debit card. You're bound to see it when you're getting your cup of coffee, when you're going out to happy hour with your friend, whatever that may be. When you're buying your new car, because hello, we're manifesting that too. A vision board. So I know that people will talk about vision boards all the time. We're a speech language pathologist to be, right? So we might like arts and crafts. If we're pediatric speech language pathologists specifically, arts and crafts are our thing. Go ahead and do some arts and crafts for yourself. This could be a great time to tap into your inner child. Pull out those magazines that are collecting dust. Cut them up. Create a beautiful board you can hang up on your wall you can call it a vision planning board like this is your vision i also i'll go ahead and include a link i actually have a template for it's a canva template that you can put as your screen that you can put as a screen shaver that you can put as a screen saver on your phone i would recommend that as well i do that and if you are doing that visualization method, if you're going to do the vision board, a lot of people are like, vision boards don't work. Here's the thing. How I like to use my vision board is I try to touch on every single area of my vision board on a weekly basis. So right now I have the microphone. I have oatmeal or like a healthy acai bowl. I have a woman with abs, so on and so forth. And so I'm making sure that I am making steps towards the goal. I'm going to make sure that I'm exercising and be that woman with abs. I'm going to make sure that I eat something healthy or at least I try to be as intentional as possible with what I'm putting into my body. I make sure that I'm recording a podcast episode at 8.30 at night where I'm at right now. And I'm like, you know what? I had a busy day today. I didn't get to do it as much as I wanted. It's already been two days since I recorded an episode. So, boom, here I am. I'm going to do this. I don't care if it's imperfect, but I'm making steps towards that version of my manifesting that I'm can. One thing that I put in this book is to create a vision board of the big picture. Why are you joining this field? What do you want to accomplish? Even outside of just joining the field, right? We don't always just have a focus on speech pathology, but why do you do what you dream big? I challenge you to dream big on this exercise. How do you want to feel if you're more kinesthetic? Tap into that feeling state. How do you want to feel? What do you want to see for yourself in the next five years? If that's a family, go ahead and put a family on that vision board and do what you gotta do to take steps towards that family. You might be like, how do I take steps towards a family? Like, you're going to come bring me somebody that I can create a family with? No, I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> you can talk to your higher self and ask your higher self, what steps do I need to get closer to a family? That might be writing out trauma that you've had in the past so that way you release it. That might be going out on dates and getting out of the house and working on your socializing. Whatever that means for you. But we're here to talk about the practice. One other thing I'll say, this isn't necessarily visualization. I would say this is more, more so auditory, which we'll have another episode about that. But telling your neighbor, the tell your neighbor method. 
So you can tell a friend, a loved one about your affirmation. They can really help hold you accountable when it comes to that. Someone who is willing to check ask you how you're doing, if you're feeling down on yourself about those goals, they can help dig you out of that rut. Alarm setting is a method that I love. I love. You can use the alarm setting method during your study time um, or just throughout the day. So set several alarms during the day that talk about your goals. So one of mine, you're making your dreams come true. Right. So you can set one at 11.11 that says something. If you're big on angel numbers, you can set one at 5.55. My visions are coming into reality. Whatever that set it. Make sure that you're aligned to it. And it will remind you. I will say one caveat to setting those alarms is sometimes we get a little busy or our schedule changes. And so I have been in church where that alarm will go off. But still, it's still a nice reminder, even when it goes off at church. I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and snooze and cancel that alarm. But it was a nice reminder. Hey, even me being in church, I'm making my dreams come true by being in church. So you might set an alarm for your lunch or your study break that reminds you that you are enough and you are worthy of being profession. So you might say, I am worthy of being profession. I am bomb clinician. I do the best I can every single day. We're going to have to have a whole episode on different types of affirmations to say. So stay tuned for that. Last but definitely not least, using your planner. Your planner is excellent visualization, visualizing, manifesting tool. Use that planner. First of all, dust off those cobwebs on the planner and use the planner, okay? Use the planner. Planners aren't cheap. You invest it in it. Use it and use it for your highest good. So it's not just about writing due date, but also about writing goals and remembering and reminding yourself why you started in the first place. So write your vision in a journal or a planner to help you during moments of discouragement, fatigue, and also to remind yourself of, like I said, of why you started in the first place. I will have other episodes on this. I really like to talk about your yes life. I got this from Yes Supply, Reese. She's my girl. I am currently in her life coaching certification program. And that has been very transformative for me because she, just like how I always ask, what is your why? What's your reason for joining? Her question, what would you do if you knew the answer would be yes? And it's just like, whoa, lights on, right? Like, I have a list, a list y'all. And I want y'all to have a list, too. There are so many things that you can do. There are so many things that you can do. You just have to believe that it's yours. And the first step to believing that it's yours is writing it down. Don't be afraid to write it down. So I hope that today's episode helps you as far as your mindset goes and help you at least feel an energy of abundance when it comes to this exam, y'all. I know that this exam can be very intimidating. Wherever you are on your speech pathology journey, maybe you are about to apply to graduate programs, maybe you're already in graduate school, maybe you have graduated, are a speech pathologist, are in your clinical fellowship right now. Wherever you are, I get a big intimidation factor. A lot of us struggle with imposter syndrome. 
all of those things. But really tapping into yourself, these visualization strategies will help you tap into yourself. The reason why you are in this profession and your own individual goals that make you fabulously you do not forget about yourself while you're on this journey. Do not let the practice run you. You run the practice again. All right, y'all. If you like this episode, please, again, like, share, subscribe. Send it to your practice bestie, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, fam.